Good morning, take a seat. Welcome, welcome. So nice to see you all here today. Thank you for that um, spectacular intro, Naomi. That was just amazing. Um, I'm on holidays, so I didn't even have a chance to print anything out, and I'm a paper girl, so I'm using technology. <laughs> so we'll just see how we go, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so nice to see you all here today, and so nice that we have made it to January. How exciting, January 2022, after a couple of very challenging years to say, and I'm just wondering this morning, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling about approaching 2022? After this, this morning, I'm feeling pretty great, I must admit. But lately, when I've been talking to people and asking them how they're feeling about this year, they've been feeling a little bit afraid to hope for a better year. That there's just been, the last couple of years have been a little bit too traumatizing and full of change and unexpected situations and plans had changed and weddings were put on hold or limited guests could come and family holidays were cancelled and families were separated from each other for far too long. Um, we got comfortable with fear and loneliness and, and friends that lost their jobs, etc., etc., etc. And yet there was such a deep longing in our hearts for some kind of normal to return. And I know I got very close to the end of 2021 and I just went, oh, we made it, we got through it, like fantastic. New calendar means everything's going to be new. You know, I made it through online learning. I made it through transitioning my students back to school again. I made it through discouragement and all of the above. And as the new year came, I started to feel more and more hope starting to rise that it was looking a little bit familiar again. But here we are barely into January, <clears throat> and to be honest, sometimes I feel like that rug is getting a little bit slippery under our feet again, and I started to feel, almost expect that, oh, we're going to be knocked over again, and I remember years ago, I took my daughter ice skating, and the ice was very slippery, and I'm very uncoordinated, and it was a very, very, very bad combination, and everywhere I'd go, or someone would cut in front of me, I'd like, oh, quick, quick, and I'd fall over, and I'd hurt myself, and, and then I saw these kids like whizzing around at 100 kilometer hours with these penguins, these little stabilizers, so I went and got a penguin, <laughs> and I hold on to its little handlebars coming outside its head there, and I could go round and round that ice. It didn't matter who cut in front of me, it didn't matter what they were doing, I was going past my daughter because she was too cool to use it, so I was like, I'm fine. Round and round and round the ice, but I knew I could do it. And um, it was like I had some super glue put underneath my skates. It didn't matter what happened. I knew that I was going to be okay. And so this morning, I want to put some glue under your rug. I want to give you some handlebars to hold on to as we go through this year. And so what I want to share with you this morning is that he is our hope. He is our hope. And the definition of hope is a feeling of expectation, a desire for a particular thing to happen, a feeling of trust. And the Bible defines hope as the confident expectation that what God has promised in his faithfulness. Hope means waiting expectantly. We can put our hope in the promises of God because he is faithful to do what he said he would do. We just went through Christmas and I just watched a movie with my kids at school. I'm a teacher and called The Polar Express. I'm sure you've, many of you have seen that movie there. And there's, um, it's a group of chosen children who get to go on the adventure of a lifetime and they get on a train and they go to the North Pole to visit Santa's workshop. And when they get there, um, they cross over the tracks. They go to the other side of town. And as they go to the other side of town, the low socioeconomic part of town, a little boy calls Billy gets on. Now, Billy doesn't sit with the other kids who are all having a great time. Billy doesn't really feel like he's meant to be there. He kind of sits in the carriage behind him there as well. But Billy's just there wondering, is it really true? Is this really happening? 
Fast forward to the end of the movie, and these kids get lost in the North Pole. And they end up in this place called the wrapping station, where there's all these conveyor belts going everywhere, and all these presents are going through, and they're desperately trying to find their way home. And one of the kids suddenly says, um, finds a big present, and says, um, oh, this one's for Billy. And he goes, oh, my name's Billy. It's like he couldn't believe it. And he said, it's going to such and such an address. And he goes, oh, that's my address. And then without thinking, Billy launches himself onto the conveyor belt and holds onto this gift because it's his gift, but he knows it's going to get him home as well. And I love that that's just such an example of us holding on to the promises of God, holding on to what God said is going to happen because it's been given to you already. But there's something even better than holding on to your promise. It's holding on to the one who made the promise in the first place. Our hope isn't in a situation or a circumstance changing. Our hope is in the one who's faithful to do what he said he would do. So what does hope feel like? We just got back, um, I'm, I love taking photos, I'm quite visual. We just got back from Jindabyne, we'd go down there a couple of times, and uh, I remember it was two years ago actually, and we were, it was my birthday morning, it was a cold September morning, and I walked out onto Lake Jindabyne by myself, and there was not a soul around, and I just wanted to enjoy the sunrise, but in my heart I had a real heaviness, because I was pondering the effects of what this pandemic meant, and this unknown future, we were in the beginning stages of it then, and I just felt like I'd almost lost my hope a little bit. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this fog mist came over the lake and kind of just enveloped me and I felt like I got this hug of hope from heaven. I felt like he was with me and he was reminding me of all the times that he'd been there for me in my situations and circumstances. I started to remember times when I thought situations weren't going to change but then God did the impossible. And I don't know in regards to you what you might feel that rug's being pulled underneath you or what you might feel is a little bit slippery at the moment. Maybe it's finances that really need some help or maybe it's a relationship that you really need some rescuing in or maybe it's actually just you know, your health and you need to know that you're going to be healed. Whatever it is, I know this, we can trust the one who made the promise. He is faithful to do what he said he would do. And when you hear the news that says, um, brings about fear, that's not a done deal. When you hear someone saying something about you, that, that's not an undone deal. The only one is the voice that spoke a thousand years ago and spoke this world into existence. And the world is still standing. So it's a pretty powerful voice that we can trust here this morning. You can trust the one of the voice who's got the track record to do what he said he would do. And so as I was preparing to write these thoughts with you this morning, these words just dropped in my heart. And if you remember nothing else this morning, I pray you remember these words. I don't know how, but I know who. I don't know how, but I know who. <clears throat> and something I learned long ago that really helped me is confessing and speaking God's promises over my life. And it's not naming it and claiming it. It's actually just declaring. <clears throat> Can you bring my water up? It's actually just declaring what God has already gifted you with. Just like um, Billy grabbed hold of the gift, we can grab hold of the promises. Thank you, my love. <laughs> He's so lovely. Every time I bring water up, and I go, no, I'm not going to use it. And um, today I'm going, I'm not going to bring it up. But I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so just like Billy grabbed hold of those hope, we can grab hold of the promises that God's got for us this morning. So no matter what situation is, maybe you remember this. I don't know how, but I know who. 
So for example, I've got some examples with you this morning. If you struggle with maybe an angry temper, remind yourself, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I know who can help me. And the Bible says in Proverbs 14.29 that I'm slow to anger, I've got great understanding, and I speak with soft answers. When you start to feel anxious and worry and you don't know how you're going to get through this, remind yourself, you don't know how, but you know who made the promises. And in Genesis 31.6 says, you are strong and courageous. You fear not because the Lord is with you. If you start to feel depression come upon you and you don't know how you're going to get through it, remind yourself you know who. And he says to you in Psalm 33, God is the shield, the lifter of your head. Psalm 40 verse 1 said, I waited patiently and expectantly for the Lord and he heard me and he picked me up and he put me on my feet and he put a new song in my heart. When you start to feel fear knocking on your heart and mind, say, I don't know how, but I know who. And he says to you, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil for your God is with you. Psalm 23 verse 4, God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mind. And there is no fear in love because perfect love casts out fear, John 4.18. When you're sick and your body's not working the way that God intended it to, You don't know how you're going to make it better yourself, but you know who. And what he says about your healing is Psalm 31 2. I cry to the Lord and he heals me. Jeremiah 30, 17. The Lord declared that he'll restore health to you and heal you of your wounds. When you start to feel overwhelmed in your head, you remind yourself, I don't know how, but I know who. And he tells me I'm not alone. He says he is my strength. He is my shield. My heart trusts and relies on him. I am helped as I lean on him. When you feel lonely and you don't know how to fix it, remind yourself you know who. And he says in Genesis 28, 25, God is with you and he will keep you and he will take care of you and he will notice you wherever you go. Psalm 46, 1, God is your refuge and your strength, your ever-present help in times of trouble. When you start to lose your peace, you can say, I don't know how, but I know who, and he's the giver of peace. Isaiah 26, 3 says he will guide you and keep you in perfect, constant peace. John 14, 27, he said, peace, I leave with you, my peace, I give to you. And Thessalonians 3.26, God of peace himself give you peace in every way. And if you're struggling financially, you can say, I don't know how, but I know who. And he says, the Lord is the God. He is the gives me the ability to produce wealth. And Deuteronomy 28.8, the Lord commands a blessing on your storehouse and all that you undertake. When you're in a situation and you feel like you need protection, you remind yourself, I don't know how, but I know who. And he gives me the promises that I'm secure and I can be confident. Psalm 30 verse 7, he is your hiding place from every storm of life. He surrounds you with songs of victory. And if you've lost your hope and you don't know how to find it, you can say, I don't know how, but I know who, and he is my hope. Romans 15, 13 said, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace by the power of Holy Spirit that you will be overflowing with hope. He is our hope. And we need to remind ourselves that He is our hope. We can hold on to the promises of God. When we feel that rug starting to move or the ice gets slippery, grab hold of a promise and hold on to it because that's what God says about you. So now, how do you feel about this year coming towards you? Are you smiling at the future? Because He is your hope and He has prepared you for whatever is coming your way. You know, I don't like to feel unprepared. Something about me, the teacher in me, likes to cross the I's and dot the T's. I feel like I have a greater chance of succeeding if I'm a little bit prepared. 
And there's, there's times when I'm cool to wing it, and that's okay. <laughs> but when I know something that I do is going to affect someone else, I really want to give it my best. And when I was a little girl, my mum was a girl guide leader. I don't remember much about that season, but I was in the brownies. And the only thing I remember is the motto, be prepared. And so as I was reading these words this morning, I, wrote, I thought about this, Proverbs 31. She is prepared for whatever lies ahead. And then it goes on a few lines down to say, she smiles at the future knowing her and her family are prepared. When you think about 2022, do you feel prepared for what's coming your way? Do you think your family's prepared for what's coming your way? You know, sometimes smiling at the future doesn't seem like the most logical or easy thing to do. But if he is our hope and he is with us, we can feel prepared for whatever lies ahead. We can have our eyes and our heart fully trusting on God because he is our hope. You know, I know at some point this year we're going to wing it, but the truth is we're prepared because we've got our hope and our hope is in God. And when God says, I will be with you, I will be with you, that's all you need. That's all you need is his presence makes us prepared for whatever is going to come our way this year. So I really want to encourage you this morning in these few moments to look for hope. May it be unexpected. May hope surprise you this year in ways that you don't even see coming. You know, I believe for unexpected come and hope to come and take your breath away. Maybe with a relationship that you've given up on and suddenly it turns around. Or maybe unexpected hope to come in that financial blessing comes at just the right moment that you need it. And I believe that unexpected hope will come and maybe it's not even something huge, but you just catch a little glimpse of how your future is going to be. You just notice a little bit of hope and something shifted that you noticed it there as well. You know, Christmas just came and went, and um, I experienced unexpected hope. I was thinking about this. And normally I approach Christmas Day with this sense of dread and anxiety because of um, trauma past Christmases. But this Christmas, I decided to do something different. I decided to intentionally look for hope. I thought, well, if he is my hope, and this is the season of hope, I'm going to look for hope everywhere I go. And I have to say, I had unexpected hope. I witnessed it. Hope showed up on Christmas morning with this tiny feeling of courage to just face whatever comes my way. Hope showed up with this unexpected gathering of last-minute plans cancelled and all the kids coming over to our house and having a meal and having games night. It was very unexpected. Hope showed up with this sense of peace um, in spite of the circumstances that we were going through. Hope showed up in me just being in my own lane and letting other people just be in their own lane as well. You know, hope showed up with this nice big hug at the end of the day, knowing that we just made it through together. Now, normally with Christmas, my expectations are really low because I've learned that that's the safest way to be for me. But what I felt God say to me on Christmas morning and what I feel like he wants to say to you today is this, get your hopes up. Get your hopes up because he is your hope. You know, normally I can't wait to take that Christmas tree down, just out of sight, out of mind. But this year I left it up to January as a reminder that hope finds a way. Something happens when you intentionally start to look for hope. You find it. Or maybe hope finds you because he is your hope. Do you know that 2022, let me tell you, there is wonderful joy ahead for all of us. That is the truth of the year ahead. We've got relationships, we've got interactions, we've got opportunities, we've got things coming our way, and we can truly embrace the wonderful things that are coming our way. And you know what? If, you've got, if God's written some valleys into your season, as I woke up this morning thinking about this, just take heart, because you are on a road that is well-traveled, and I think sometimes we forget to look for hope because we compare our stories to others who we think have got it further ahead than us. But if God has written some valleys into your story, 
I say to you this, persevere. I don't stand here and pretend to know what you're going through. I don't tend to minimise your pain at all. I don't know when, but I know who. And I know who can answer your prayers. And so um, when God makes a promise, he keeps a promise. So if you are in a season right now, remember this season won't last forever. But his words will remain. The promises of God stand true and you can hold on to them. So feel hope come back into your heart. Let's let hope rise up again. We got a reason to get our hopes up because he is our hope. You can stand in your situation, whatever it is, and say, I don't know how, but I know who, and he is my hope, so it's going to be okay. We can expect good to come our way. The Bible says, surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives, not just the good days, not just the easy seasons, but all the days of our lives. You can expect good things to come your way. This year, I want to remind you, you don't know how, but you know who, and he is your hope, and he is faithful. So I'm just going to, it's short and sweet this morning, but that's, you know, good things come in small packages. My mum used to tell me all the time, so (laughs) that's what we're going to land with, but I want to pray with you this morning. So Father, this morning we just come to you, and we just, you know, metaphorically hold in our hand that situation where we need your hope, God. And I ask right now that you would come and be our hope, that this week you would lead us to promises, God, that we could stand in, that we would get our hopes up, God, because you are our hope. And we can stand in our situation confidently, smiling at the future, knowing we don't know how, but we know who, and you are with us, and that is all we need. So I pray, Lord, that hope would rise. I pray that we would get our hopes up. I pray that we would see hope unexpected everywhere this year. I pray that we are already, as we walk out of this building or as we finish listening to this this morning, we will start to see your hope everywhere we go. And I declare that there is wonderful things ahead in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.